Hello and welcome to Lifetime Uncourt, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I'm your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... Bev Bailey. And I am Drew Current. Hooray! Hooray! Yay! Back again, Beverly Bailey, the famous L.A. actress. The famous... So, super famous, I would say. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Am I? Well, yeah, to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Where? <laughs> <laughs> well, you might you might not be famous in LA or or Vancouver, <laughs> Canada, but definitely in this Someday. room. Definitely in this room. Woo! Um, also, guys, Bev Bailey is a Chicago native, which. Yep. Is perfect for today's episode, Drew, because you were asking about uh-huh. uh, movies being filmed in Canada. This one was not. It, it was filmed in Chicago. It was filmed here. Here in Chicago well, last February. Well, I'll be darned. I know. Um, it was so, so great. Yeah, we're jumping right into it. Uh, we it. are talking about The Perfect Christmas Present today, oh, starring man. Sam oh. Page and Tara Holtz. I bet it's not yep. a, a physical present. I bet it's bet it's love. I'm gonna uh, guess that it's love. Drew, spoiler, <laughs> Drew, spoiler, spoiler. I spoiled Come on, it. Drew. Oh, um, sorry. No, guess. but yeah, this one was based in Chicago and was actually filmed here. You could totally tell. Um, also, before we get into like the plot and stuff, uh, it's a different production company. So Hallmark bought the rights to this film from mm. uh, what is it, Mervista? Marvista. Oh, Marvista, of Mar-Vista? course. Marvista Entertainment, okay. which produces you you will know, Joe. Uh-huh. Um, they produce a bunch of like lifetime movies mostly. So this whole movie kind of had a different feel, different uh vibe to it, more contemporary, more like the sh- the shots are less saturated uh Christmas colors. It's more like realistic. It's like, like gritty. It's a so it's a gritty. It's as gritty as a Hallmark crime, movie could be. Yes. It's a gritty crime thriller. Right. It's <laughs> set it in feels Chicago. Real. It feels like it's happening. It feels real. Set in the gray winters of Chicago. Um yeah. so yeah. So we we meet Tom who is played by Sam Page and he's very very handsome. He is very handsome. Uh-huh. Um yes, I loved that about this. Um and he it's Have you ever seen the movie Hitch, Drew? I have. So it this basically <gasps> is Hitch. Uh, my boss. Patrick, was, that's exactly what I was saying. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, good. My yes. boss texts me at like I don't know 11 p.m. and I'm like, oh no, I'm in trouble. My boss is texting me, but no, she's like, um, I'm watching this movie and it's just like Hitch. You have to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, will do. So hey, Leslie. <laughs> you know what? I liked Hitch. You did? I liked that movie. Then you would like this movie because it's yeah. exactly the same, but at Christmas. Great. I'm in. Yeah, and ins- you would you would very much enjoy it. Instead of like being a a ladies uh, expert, this guy is a Christmas present expert. Hell yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. I'm already in. Yeah, so he goes around and Tell he me. like helps people get get presents that they would like. Like one kid uh, has polio or something, some disease. <laughs> not bo- <laughs> it's not polio. <laughs> um, but he can't go to space camp. So then. Uh, uh, what's his name? Tom <laughs> buys him uh, a telescope. He can't go to space camp. 
That's not even. It's not a thing anymore. Space <laughs> camp isn't a not. thing anymore. Oh, it's not. No. Well, it wasn't no. this movie. <clears throat> I fucking wish it was. Well, if people don't get their kids vaccinated anymore, it will be a thing again. <laughs> very true. There very true. Polio, look out. Let's get. Uh, political. It's making a comeback. So yeah, so he buys presents for Polio's people. having a moment. Oh my god! Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um. So Tom buys presents for people, and his frat brother comes uh, to the door and is like, "Hey, Sig Tau or Tau Sigma, whatever sure. it is." Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, <laughs> "Right? Isn't that so weird?" And he's like. Uh, I need a present for my girlfriend. She moved to to Chicago from L.A. Uh, and, and she has no friends, so uh, I need a good present to make her happy. This is Bev's story. It's the same story. It's Bev's life. It's Bev's, Bev's story, but yeah. reversed. Mm-hmm. It's reverse Bev's story, except I don't have a boyfriend. Well. Gentlemen. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen. Calling out gents. Bev Bailey. Bev Bailey. LA. Look her up. She's in L.A. Ready uh, to party. So, yeah, but so he hires Tom to buy a present for his girlfriend, Jenny. Um, not going to get complicated at all, you know. So Tom's strategy for getting to to know his marks or mm-hmm. the people that he is buying presents for is a little creepy. He follows them around town. So he's yeah. following this girl around town and like taking little notes in a, in a note, notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he creates like a a corkboard wall in his house and like it's like putting post-its <laughs> and like, like string yes like, oh no. yes he has like a yeah, pic- he's very organized very organized has a picture of her it's definitely tara holt's uh, oh, actual great. headshot yeah <laughs> oh for sure i was that like nobody has shot. that kind of a picture unless they're an actor yep it was definitely a, a tara holt it headshot could, it could be a corporate and headshot. it was in black and white too which is on like I, oh, that so dates her. Ago. She's yeah. like uh, yeah. definitely our age. Uh-huh. Um, I was going to look her up and see if she was equity or something. I'm like, what is with this picture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. my first headshot was in black and white. Yeah, mine was. Yeah, mine was too, actually. Now that yeah. I think it. I think. But that I, was forever ago. It looks good. I mean, I was just at the cusp of switching to color headshots. Well, granted, I had a ferret in mine. Oh, so I, I, I I've, I've, seen I've seen that picture. I've seen that picture. Of course, you did. Fucking stupid. Um. Anyways, <laughs> actors. Sorry, that that's an actor tangent. Um. Yeah, if you need some headshot advice, ask us. <laughs> yeah, you know that's our next podcast. Mm-hmm. Headshot advice. Headshot, it's just about. <laughs> that headshots. would be a terrible podcast. You know what? But that would be there terrible. would be a there'd be a shitload of people. It'd be two episodes. It's a very niche. It's niche because you can't see the headshot in a podcast. Nope. So, but people would be like, "Yeah, we got to talk about it though." <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, so um yeah, he basically stalks the people and he like finds finds uh facts about them. So favorite book, hers is the giver. Uh and then the note the note on the post it is uh a bit depressing, but good. Uh her favorite favorite childhood memory is whale camp. So Drew, if you said space camp's not a thing, I'm pretty sure whale camp is oh, not a thing. Oh, whale camp, definitely. Uh, and she Is loves it? nature, animals, and horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horses, question mark? That's what he put on the thing. I was like, did, did, why is that a question mark? Why did he People put... People like horses. Did he Did he put horses because he just assumed she liked horses? He, there's a shot in the movie of her with a horse. Oh, okay. Gotcha, so gotcha. I guess when yeah, he was following her Yeah, but he wasn't around. sure if it was and like this her is Chicago? thing or something. In Chicago. Like and this is in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. And right. so I'm like, is Jenny a fourth grader? Because this is... <laughs> <laughs> like, this is all... <laughs> 
oh, you very want a juvenile thing. You want a pony? Yeah, she, her favorite memory For is sure. whale camp. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so, you know, the strategy is not really helping him kind of get a feel for her. So he mm. has to go, like, incognito and, like, pretend to be an event planner. Uh, so he goes to Paul's house, his friend, his SIGTAO friend, uh, and... They're like, okay, well, you're going to help her, Jenny with this charity, this non-for-profit charity, and plan an event. And he's like, okay, sure, I'll do that. Uh, and they start working together, and they get to know each other, and they're, like, going around town. Um, so, wait, he, so he, the, the, whole, the whole idea is to get, he tells his buddy, who's, this is his girlfriend. Yes. That to like hide that he just wants to get to know her for a present mm-hmm. tries does a fake event mm-hmm. well it's her event that she like needs help planning so he is going to help her yeah plan. so yeah she's got to do some event wait oh for, so the event company, is the event which is a real profit yes the, oh yeah. okay thank you then i'm still on board yes. then because i was like <laughs> what the fuck why <laughs> why would real complicated but okay i get it now thank you for clearing that up let's move on okay so yeah so this event though that she's planning it's for her company which is she does charity work it's for some general family charity organization i really don't know what they do but she lives and works in the same place which by the address i could tell was in roscoe village Mm. great place Mm -hmm. i love roscoe village what up um and so she is, um, she's like, all of a sudden comes up to me and she's like, I got it. I got the theme Christmas. And I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, this didn't just happen. And I, I literally did a face palm. <laughs> uh, the best part about that scene is that, uh, Sam, what is it? Sam Page. Mm-hmm. He's uh-huh. shirtless and in, in, in his boxers. Yeah. Which, you know, did, we were talking about last week how like these Hallmark movies are very chaste. This was like almost. Oh, that, yeah. This that's was risque. rated X. That's rated. Very that's risque. Hallmark rated yeah. X. Um, like this was this started for me. It started at 9 p.m. And I was like, oh, kids need to be in bed for this one. Mm-hmm. Kids are in bed. Yeah. So a little adult theme there with the, the male nudity, the shirtless male I'm, nudity. I'm liking it. Oh, I'm oh. liking it. I'm there with um, you. And also she comes and runs over and is like telling the like, I have the Christmas idea. But he has all that shit on his wall, his stalker wall. So he has to like, <laughs> uh-huh. he's like, go outside and look at Lincoln Park Zoo. And she's like, oh, wow, it's so amazing. Oh, it looks so great. And then he's like tearing all the stuff off the walls, like hi- like hiding all his Aww, stuff. Yeah, so I mean, he's, he's got to. Oh, God. It was great. Um, so, yeah, so they work together. And then she like reveals that her dad, um, like he was a blues musician in Chicago. Yes. Uh, the only white blues Wait a musician minute. I've ever heard of. <laughs> What? Can I tell Drew the name of the band? Yes, yeah, please do. I want to know the name of the band. It was called Robert Stone and the Chicago Fire. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> yep. fucking God. <laughs> That's the band. I was like, did they just like look up you know, a book or an encyclopedia or a wiki page and be like, what happened in Chicago? Ah, fire. 
uh, yeah, there was a lot of like That's Chicago funny. references that I'm like, I'm not sure if this is valid. Um, but the, her, oh yeah, her dad they went on a walking pizza tour and they kept throwing out the names of all the pizzerias. I was like, first of all, you can't walk to all of those, and secondly. You get to like two or three of those stops, and you're just like, I'm done. Yeah, it's not a walking tour, okay? No, you eat one. You eat one, one fucking Chicago one deep piece. dish, one and piece. you're good. They did mention pequods. Yeah. They did mention pequods, and I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. and Luminati's. And you're like, <laughs> both both my favorite oh, Chicago good. pequods pizza and Luminati. So they know they knew their shit. They know what's up. They knew their shit. Yeah, um, they read that wiki page. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so so her dad in the Robertson Chicago fire, he died in a car crash, Drew. And they actually said he died in a car crash this time. Yep, just in a car crash. Just give him a car crash. And she could, she like has a favorite song from her dad called "Baby, Won't You Please Come Home," but she can never hear it because the LP, like they cut an LP, but it was like very rare. <laughs> so she's like, I didn't know my dad was going to die, so I didn't buy his record. So I All really right. miss hearing that song. Oh, I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. That might be a good present. Yeah, they tried They tried to find it at some uh, record store, and the one woman working in the record store looks like she came from the 40s, like with the hairdo and everything. And I was like, <laughs> where is this coming from? Like, where is this coming like, from at all? Looking for a record, huh? Well, exactly. let's find one. <laughs> well, you see. Um, so I brought a clip, guys. Uh, that was what that surgeon noise you might have heard before was because I'm trying to cue it up while we're going um, but they double down on the Chicago like history thing okay. um, uh-huh. so I brought a clip of the best friend Victoria or she's not anyone's best friend she's just a rich bitch who has the house where the event's going to be at um, mm-hmm. so she's giving the tour of the house and, mm-hmm. and she talks about the history of the house with the Chicago fire. So Bev being a Chicago native, I want to know if this story is true. And Drew, as someone who's lived here uh, slightly longer than I have, um, if you've ever heard the story, please let me know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I brought a clip. So here is the clip. Okay. Their son, Nathaniel. But at her father's <laughs> behest, she was already engaged to the heir of a prominent family, Alexander. Now, even though Margaret was engaged, she was in love with Nathaniel and couldn't bear the thought of being without him. So the two of them would meet in secret at the O'Leary barn. In the weeks leading up to the wedding, Alexander grew suspicious of his future bride's nightly disappearances. And one night, he followed her. Oh, no. Oh, yes. He trailed her to the barn, and he found the two lovers embraced. Furious, he pulled out his pistol and shot Nathaniel dead. Heartbroken, Margaret flung the lantern Alexander, starting a blaze. She locked the barn, sealing his fate, then raced home, threw a noose over the rafters of her barn, and hanged herself. Wanting only to be reunited with her lost love. If the tales are to be believed, the fires of her love and loss were so strong, they engulfed the entire city in flames, except for her home, which somehow withstood the blaze. It's as they say, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Shut the fuck up. No, so that's not a thing. The The Chicago fire <laughs> was started from, from the story. Love. From love. Is this true? It was a, it was a, fi- um, a fire... Caused from love? Yeah. Well, I mean... That's not how I heard it. <laughs> well, that's... It's not how I heard it. It's also, like, love is doesn't f- make fire happen. Also, wait. <laughs> to, like, are they physically. saying that that happened in that house? Because that house, there's no way that house was in Chicago. Um, I mean, it could have been in the Chicagoland area, but it was not in Chicago. No, that house... No. 
the house for the event is like oh, no. really nice. But you know what? I mean, that house love, is definitely you know? a North Shore house. Well, <clears throat> I mean, if love can start fires, like physical fires, I mean, then this house, then we live in a weird dimension. And that happened. Hmm. Then, yeah. Then I feel like that could happen in another like as another like weird dimensional thing, yeah, right. yeah, no, totally, I get so, it. So totally not. I'm not, totally still not in. valid. Okay, I still, I'm still. Yeah, in it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say that that is uh, embellished for the television audience. Fine, fine. I was, I've never heard the story of the Chicago Fire, so I wanted to believe that that was true. Um, How have you not? You've been there ten years. <laughs> I don't know. I don't listen to it's things. A cow, it's, the whole idea is the cow kicked over a fucking flame and it started a fire. Yeah, Mrs. O'Leary's cow. That's the. Yeah. Um, well, that is not you know, a cow. That's the, not the romantic. Tail, but but that's not romantic. It was love. It was love, and her her love whatever. made the fire. Um. So yeah, moving on. So uh, you know, <laughs> I think it was an inside job. <laughs> it was. It was the government. So it was the government. It was, the government. <laughs> it was all those. Shady tradesmen. They were like, ah, set it all on fire. I don't know. Light it Just up. Just kidding. All right, I love all the right. Um, so I, I wanted to talk about um, the friend. There's a friend that is also in this movie, oh. um, and she's great. Uh, she is named, what is her name? Sam? I forget. Oh, no, her name's Meg. So she's like the uh, like sassy black friend. Uh, she's played mm-hmm. by Taronda Jones. Nice. And she only appears like on like Skype calls with this friend because she's in L.A. and Jenny is in Chicago. So they just like talk on their computers, you know, like friends do. And she is basically there to she fails like the Brettel test. Like they just talk about the man all the time. Uh, you know, because that's how these movies go. Oh, yeah. The best but she help. just like brought a little element of like fun to it. So I brought a clip also to play uh, for you guys. So this is Meg and she's just found out that Jenny and Tom kissed. So they they she oh, no. cheated on Paul and she kissed Tom. because Things got a little oh, out of no. control. You kissed? Yes. I don't even know how it happened. You know, we were walking through the city and it was reminding me of when I was a kid and I started talking about my dad and, and then it started snowing. Perfect storm. I know. And then, you know, he just, he said all of these amazing things to me that nobody ever says. And then I just, I gave in. So? How was it? Oh, it was perfect and awful and magical and horribly guilt-inducing and really all of these whole range of competing emotions packed into one single wonderful terrible moment oh, i can't believe i did that wow jenny that's some kiss i know i don't know what to do have you told paul <sighs> no i haven't are you going to of course i have to tell him i just she does i don't know what to say she does. He does have to he's tell called him. me like six times and I keep ignoring it because I don't want to lie to him. I just... Oh, I'm pretty much the worst person ever. <laughs> no, you're not. You are. You're one of the best person I know. You're just in a complicated situation. Yeah, you could say that again. When's the next time you see Tom? The event's in three days, so definitely by then. Okay, well, you've got the next three days to figure out the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you... Okay, real quick. Yes. With that clip, did you feel like they edited something where she's like, that... Where, so it, it it sounded in it was like that's some kiss oh yeah but oh. it was a weird edit yes 
No. They, so yes. she was like, she was, I, I feel like she was like, she's like, that's some crazy shit, girl. Right. Yes. <laughs> and that's like what the and then character like, we was. Can't have that. I'm like, let's lean into that. Lean it. Uh, but Hallmark can't have yeah. that. Marvista can, and Marvista does uh, swear in their other productions. Like, and they just like bleep them out on Lifetime. They just like leave it in, and they're just, oh, and they just bleep them. They just I love bleep bleeps. It. Yeah, just bleep it. Bleeps are great. Um, but yeah, so that's some kiss. That's some that's kiss. Some kiss. <laughs> I will say this: like that movie, especially like that whole part, like with the snow falling stuff. It actually made me miss Chicago a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was like. I don't know. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, let's get to the very, very end. Sorry, I got sidetracked with the the best friend, but she was like That's really, okay. she was really fun, and she's based. It's basically me and Bev. So like, I'm Meg, and Bev's Jenny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So Hallmark, if you're looking to cast two best friends next next yeah. Christmas season, Come Bev and Patrick, on. we're ready for sure. We're ready. They're ready. Uh, we're ready. I'm 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 already off book. Oh, good. Um, so, so yeah, so then, um, Jenny finds out that, uh, that Tom is, has been kind of looking for this present Mm -hmm. and she's like, oh, you've been researching me. You've been lying to me. You've been manipulating me to open up about my dad and all this stuff. So she's like, I'm done with you. And then Paul proposes to her and she's like, no, thank you. I'm done with everybody. I'm going to move back to LA now. Um, so she throws her event, her big events, and she's like mm-hmm. on the stairs with like a, champ- a glass of champagne. And she's like, okay, everyone, thanks for coming to the charity because we don't really get specification of <laughs> what what the donation, what the cause is for. Yeah, we don't know what they're raising money for, but all these kids are there it's and they're doing love. these lovely Christmas um, crafts and stuff. And I was like, I never did that kind of crap. It's a love charity. Stuff when I was a kid. How are these kids getting it? Exactly. Um, so she's like making the speech and she's like very touched by all the people coming out. And then you hear some some blues uh, harmonica oh, playing. There it is. And she's like, what's yep. that? And she walks down the stairs and into this white room that's all decorated for Christmas. And who's there? Uh, Tom. Tom is. He's on, uh, yep. he's on tambourine. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Paul, the the person she rejected, whose marriage proposal, the he's on the a jingle a yeah. jingle bell uh, stick. He has a jingle bell stick. And then, yeah, <laughs> uh, Sam Page, a uh, blues Chicago blues legend, air quotes on that because yep. I looked him up and he's just a dude. He's, he's just, just an actor. Just um, a guy. And they're singing along with the record of and he her found dead the dad. And they found the dead dad record. Oh. And the best part oh, is beautiful. The lady from the record store was there. <laughs> oh, he invited the record store. Of lady. course, she did the work. She well, I'm gonna have to for... see this happen. And it was the perfect Christmas present. It was a perfect Christmas present. Yay. Title of the movie. Uh, they didn't say it though, Drew, but they did kiss a lot, and they kissed with like passion. Oh wow! This that's, was oh yeah. This was a very passionate. Uh, all, all the passion. Well, it is on Miss the Murdered. Hallmark, Hallmark mystery, murder, drama mystery. channel. It Hallmark. Is Don't you think it was funny girl. though that the the ex boyfriend was just kind of like, you know what? I just asked her to marry me, but you should go for it. Yeah, that with her. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was totally fine. It's like you know and what? And then at the very end, he cozies up to the new venue owner. Oh yeah. See, that was one where I was like, oh, great way to tie up the B storyline. Mm-hmm. The Victoria and Paul are together. Has to prove. Um, and Keep you, proving that he's a douchebag. You know, they're frat brothers, so yeah. he doesn't care as long he's as like, he gets a girl at the end. Dude, and, bro, you're my bro, oh. bro. 
He was working out the entire movie. Like, the entire movie. He kept, like, every scene with him, he's, like, running or jogging or doing weird, it like, was weird. push-ups and stuff. And he wasn't even that in shape. I'd say uh, Sam, Sam, what is it? Sam Page? Sam, no. Oh, Sam yeah, Page is yeah. the Whatever. Sam Page is the guy. Sam Baker is the blues musician. Sorry, Sam I got Baker. That oh, but Sam right. Page has a better body than the the Paul friend. No, no, he's way yeah. better. He's way better for her. Yeah. So Bev, what so, is your Thomas, rating on Thomas this one? Thomas way better for her. Um, because of the nostalgia of it being Chicago, and it was so lovely, and also that they had a couple of kisses. Uh, I'm gonna say pour it up. Yeah. Yes, I'm with you. The actors had great chemistry. They were very attractive people. The story was engaging. Um, pour it up all the way. And just from what we've been talking about and the clips and everything, and I didn't see it, but I'm going to pour it up anyway. Hooray. A unanimous yeah. pour it up from the Lifetime Uncourt crew. Um, I think that Do they get like a special prize from us now? Because they got three pour it ups. I'm sending Hallmark a fruit basket. <laughs> Great. And it's going to say, good job. I will pour send it up. them cupcakes. It's going to say, pour it up, girl. Oh, yes. You send cupcakes, Bev. Send cupcakes, but I make will. sure that you say, pour it up with these cupcakes. <laughs> so that wraps up this episode. Thank you both for being here again. Thank, Thank you, you to the listeners of Lifetime on Court. We watch these movies so you don't have to, but if you do, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow me on social media at Patrick Miguel and the podcast at Lifetime on Court. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Check out the website, lifetimeoncourt.com or drunk dial us at 872-267-4117 and share your thoughts on any movies we've covered or if you have a movie to suggest, we'd love to hear about that. Great review us on iTunes. And that's it. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye.